welcome to Rapid Reviews episode 136. I should have said podcast, but I didn't. Rapid Reviews so radio this... podcast. Wow, this is going to be a great episode. <laughs> oh we are coming to you in our new time slot, which is 7.30 at night. Actually, I don't know what time it is. 7.30 nearly. Okay. Um, but on top of that, I feel so good. So... Nope. Um, so this is going to be a truly riveting episode. Now, it's going to be a very short one, a very quick one, but a very important one because mm. there is a lot in the news this week if you follow gaming news. Yes. Um, so Who I should you? probably introduce us. Yes, yes. <laughs> see, eventually I remembered. Oh, good, I'm your I'm co-host. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Callie Wild. <laughs> wow, this is going to be a listening experience. Uh, and I'm joined by my ever-present co-host, Pete Beckett. Hello. I think I'm, I'm so going to be laughing I... a lot during this, because this is going to be terrible. I'm so glad I got your name right. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised. I'm really surprised. Uh, I would oh, ask God. you how you are, but you know, I think you've pretty much covered all bases. I... <laughs> I am so not feeling great, but you know, show must go on. Never. Uh, Your health is more important. Remember that. Yeah. Well, that's why it's going to be a short one because we love our audience. We want to provide for you, but also I'm dying. So. (laughs) Yes. It's Um, a good thing I do most of the heavy lifting then. Exactly. And also if our uh, audience joining us on chat can let me know about our volumes in case I'm too loud, uh, that would be good. But, Thank you. Key, before we start, how's your week been? Um, yeah, it's been all right. It's not been too bad. Had a busy day out in London yesterday with with Ooh, Rich, and that was yeah. fun. It was fun. Went to the science museum. Oh, now that's cool. Oh. Now, why is everyone telling me that's cool? That's nerdy as hell. I know. I love. <laughs> I love science museum. Every proving my point. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like I ain't going to deny it, but every. Hi, girl. I've loved, like, uh, Houston Science Museum is one of the best in the world. And then uh, the one in Glasgow is amazing. And then uh, they don't they don't have a real strong one here, but they do in Dublin. Okay. Um, yeah, I wish, I wish they, I mean, they, they have, like, one big museum here. It's the Ulster yeah. Museum. It is oh, very good. yeah, I've heard yeah. of it. I never want to be seen as, you know, saying anything. It's a great museum. It's just, I like them when they're dedicated to purely science. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Right, it was um, a good day out. It was fun. Right, learned awesome. a lot. Do you see dinosaur bones? Please tell me. No, we actually have next door to that, we have the Natural History Museum. <gasps> see that? Oh, that's what we have in Houston. We have the Natural History and Science Museum, and it's two gigantic museums combined into one. Yeah, see, now I would have liked to have done that, but that, that would have been like six hours rather than the three I spent. Yes. In. It would have absolutely been six hours of pure heaven. <laughs> yeah, I think by that point we were tired and we're like, we need to go find some food. So yeah, a bit uh, different. Sometimes you can tell when I'm autistic or that I'm autistic. <laughs> six hours in a museum sounds like a sm- you need longer. You need- it should be yeah. twelve hours. Uh, I will admit I could have done longer, but yeah, uh, I was getting tired and hungry. That's what she said. Ah. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, so, oh my gosh, this is so not good. But I'm going to turn this over to Pete because, hey, he's going to do the heavy lifting. He's going to tell you what uh, the show is about, and then we're going to get into it because, like I said, a lot of information to cover in a very short amount of time. Yes. Uh, Pete, 
Take it away. News. Let's go. I will cover this. Um, Brent said, I went to both the Museum of Science and Industry as well as the Field Museum of Natural History on my road trip. Amazing. So it sounds uh, like we're on the same page. Yes, those would have been amazing. Sounds oh. good. But yes, we are doing a news episode. We're going to keep this a little, not light, not fluffy, because there's been no. some big news Heavy duty. this week. But we are going to rapid fire for a couple of these because... Some of these prints seem pretty inconsequential now. I put them on the on the docket. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, first of all, uh, we've used a variety of sources for this time, so please check the show notes if you want to read the articles yeah. in full. Uh, this one is coming from VGC. Gotham Knights. Kieran will love me for talking about this one, so I'm going to talk about this one. Maybe not quite. Won't have performance <laughs> options on consoles and runs at 30 frames per second. Oh boy, this went down a storm on Twitter. Oh, uh, so, yeah. So, just going to read through a little bit of the article mm-hmm. and then we'll discuss. So, uh, Warner Brothers co op Batman title Gotham Knights will not include a performance options and will run at a maximum of 30 frames per second. It is confirmed. The game's executive producer, Fleur Marty, I please hope that I pronounced that correctly, uh, shared the news on the game's Discord server on Friday, claiming that the decision was due to the types of features we have in our game, such as untethered co-op and highly detailed open world. I know many of you are wondering about the availability of performance mode for Gotham Knights on consoles, Marty wrote, due to the types of features we have in the game, like providing a fully untethered co-op experience in our highly detailed open world, it's not as straightforward as lowering the resolution and getting a higher FPS. For this reason, our game does not have a performance quality toggle and will run at 30 frames per second on consoles. Uh, Gotham Knights is planned for release on October 21st, so, first of all, that's causing me a fair few issues. I'm sure it is. Uh, well, I know that you're not particularly well adverse to seeing frame rates as much as myself. I can't. Right. I can't detect them, but for the record, Pete can detect them for audience. Which is why I'm going to ask you first. When you uh-huh. saw this, did this did this matter to you? Oh, no. Not at all. Not at all. I'll tell you the only frame rate, and I... I kind of alluded to this last week. The only frame rate that frame, frame rate yeah. <laughs> that even registers with me is 120, and that's because I get super nauseous. Yeah, no, I remember um, you talking about that. Yeah, I don't have good eyesight. I can't see a lot of the things that you know some people. And this is this is kind of across the board. This isn't everybody can see 60 frames. Uh, you know, and and you know what I mean. It's pretty. There's a handful of us. No, it's more than a handful. There's a percentage of us that can't see the difference. Mm-hmm. And I don't personally, but I know from experience that Pete can. Okay. So for well, me, it meant nothing. Okay. Eh. Like, although you can't see it, can you at mm-hmm. least feel it? I can't feel it. I'll tell okay. you the only time I've ever noticed anything, and I think now that I'm about to say it out loud, it's because I had motion blur on, but it's the turning. Oh, yeah, yeah. the turn circle. Yep, I get I get nauseous on the sixty, but you know what? I think that's motion blur. I think if I turn that off, then I wouldn't. Mm, I, I wouldn't really think you're probably I don't right. Feel a difference? I did. I, as I said last week, when they do like uh, they take like anime or whatever, which is you know thirty frame, frames or twenty five. Yeah, twenty four. Yeah, somewhere it's around the there. Usual which, type of thing with cinema. It's about twenty four frames per second. That's beautiful um, to me. Uh, and then they up it to, you know, 60 or whatever. 
Ugh. Now I don't like that at all. No, because um, it's unnatural. So I do notice. Thing. Yeah, so maybe it's that. So I noticed a difference there. But in video games, no, I've never noticed. Fair enough. So as someone who does notice 60 frames mm-hmm. per second and the difference between 30, mm-hmm. and considering that I believe... Uh, yeah, actually, I just wanted to confirm with the article uh-huh. itself that they had confirmed that the previously announced PS4 and Xbox One versions uh, were no longer planned to release. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, I'll be honest, this is kind of a joke. Right. This is an absolute ridiculous joke. And, for me, what makes this mm-hmm. even worse, game comes out on the 21st. So in a few yes. days, in five days' time, as we record this, yeah. why have they left it until last minute? Because they knew they'd have kickback! I, I'm going to agree with you there. Um, in that, yeah, they saved it to announce solely yeah. for that reason. Yeah, because they, they knew. Know that- they would have known last year during development. Well, they yeah. would have known that during development. They would have also known that review codes are now out there, ready to be released yeah. to the public. Like the impressions mm-hmm. are supposed due to be released, and they knew that this wouldn't look particularly good if it was stated in a review that this game ran at thirty frames when they hadn't previously detailed that. So this feels like damage limitation to me. Oh, definitely. I hundred percent agree with you there. Um, and uh, here's one thing I will say. Again, stating for the record, I don't notice a difference. I do not care. I would not care if the price was the same and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But having said that, I mean, that's for me personally. But having said that, we are on modern mm-hmm. consoles. Uh, it's kind of weird that they developed a game to come out in October of 2022. Or, you know what I mean. uh that is still not doesn't have a performance mode yeah i find that i do find that strange again doesn't affect me doesn't bother me but the logic of that doesn't make sense it doesn't add up it's like why Mm. you know you knew this was coming out you know exactly my point and what they're what they've been talking about is i think it's to do with the um I can't remember what the turn that was used, but it was the um, the day-night cycle and oh. uh, dynamic lighting and all things like that. That's right. the reason why um, um, why the game I mean, was going to run at 30 frames per second. But considering this is running off SSD technology, the x86 architecture and stuff that they, you would think that they're incredibly familiar with being able to develop stuff yeah. for, then what the hell basically like i feel like this is just completely an excuse and i know that they've obviously like they were trying to optimize the game for ps4 and xbox one which are lower grade technology by comparison to the new series of consoles but they're even stating that the xbox series s version was a reason for them to downgrade it and i think that's an apps i think that's just more hitting for excuse yeah no come on yeah, I'm going to hedge my bets here and say, guarantee six months later they'll put out a performance patch for this. Maximum oh, six have months. To. They'll have to or it'll die a death. It, uh, game, have to. I'm afraid to say from what I've seen already, the game's already dead. I gotta say, I've seen one release scene or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm confused greatly because it had 
Oh, I forgot what the song was, but it had a goofy ass song playing. Yeah, I remember the song, but I can't scene. remember what it was. And the thing is, like, that was a highlight. I said this on a post on Twitter. Like, that was a highlight of Saints Row 3 for me was uh, they used uh, Holding Out for a Hero. Oh, yeah. Uh, at the climactic end scene where you're, like, setting off the bombs and stuff. It's so cool climbing up the building. Uh, and then there's this really cool rocking out scene with Sublime's, you know, what I got. Why you're... <laughs> Delivering, you know, drugs. Look, it's a Saints Row game. Um, I'm not advocating drug use. It is a Saints Row game. Uh, but, and so the use in that, there was, it's kind of tongue in cheek. I believe that this game is trying to be quite earnest. Mm -hmm. um, and it was jarring and weird. And I was like, hmm, I don't know about this one. You know? Mm. Yeah, so now I, I remember obviously getting a lot of kickback and don't worry, I had to put something in the chat because of that. I said I so. That, yeah. Um, yeah. I remember getting a lot of kickback from one particular person, which is why I decided to mention Kieran by name, when I said I thought this game looked bad. And I was disappointed because I was quite excited when it was first announced. And yeah. this is. Oh, he was too. Yeah. And this. Yeah. um. This has just confirmed my suspicions about how bad the game looked. Man, <laughs> she was here to tell his side of the story. <laughs> yeah, so do I. So sorry, Kieran. I'm taking For pot journalistic shots. Journalistic balance. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't. I shouldn't take pot shots, really, but uh, I'm just gonna say, told you so. <laughs> Oh gosh! Oh dear! Oh dear. <laughs> uh, but now he's said, "Yeah, this game is done." Honestly, it's kind of sad considering how good Batman games were. Yes, I know. Yeah, and there's no not... Batman. Yeah, and also bear in mind, uh, I bought the Return to Arkham collection on PS4 recently, so I'm going to go back and yeah. play the good games. Yeah, those are very good. Well, a couple of them are good. <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking about Arkham Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's why I said the but... good games. Yeah. <laughs> But, also put, um, hopefully Wonder Woman is at least better. Well, I don't trust WB anymore, I'm afraid. I I just don't know what's going on, to be honest. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, shall we move yeah. on? That's a whole nother oh, show. That's, look, that's why. No, I came up with a title uh, earlier on because right. I'm just going to say this out loud. There's a lot of Activision Blizzard news on this uh, particular yeah. docket today. Uh, considering we said that we weren't going to talk about much about Activision Blizzard going forward, we've got four stories with them. <laughs> they just wouldn't stop. They just yeah. would not stop. Oh, I know. They just wouldn't shut up this week. Or they wouldn't just stop doing uh, crappy things. Say, like, just, ah, just, just so... Anyway, yeah, let's dive into okay, it. Okay, so this <laughs> one is coming from Eurogamer, not the source that I would usually cite. Uh, you can guarantee where these came from. <laughs> Kylie. Um... <laughs> Look, in all fairness, I hold my hands up and say, I did ask. I said... You did. It's going to be a thing going forward in the future. If we don't plan, then I'm going to be requesting links for news stories. And you delivered, be... which was great. Yep. So, yep. I'll just read as is. As the dust settles on Overwatch 2's oh, disastrous launch, I would have said worse than disastrous myself, but uh, Blizzard yeah, promises double XP weekend, free skin. Why? Just, what, just the one free skin? Yep. Just, just the one. Yep. Oh my god. It ain't even that good. Okay. Well, I'll have a look and see. 
So uh, Blizzard has announced a series of double XP weekends to make up for any lost time following Overwatch 2's various launch issues. Uh, let's try that again. Um, Blizzard boss Mike Yabara wrote on Twitter, thank God I've heard that name before. Um, he needs to go. Yeah, sharing a fresh blog post from the developer which apologises yet again for the game's troubled arrival and offers a few bits and pieces to cheer fans up. Oh, this is really going to cheer people up, isn't it? I I have so much to say. I know. I'll get to it in a minute. So, uh, Overwatch 2 players could look forward to several double match XP weekends, date f- uh, dates for which will be announced soon. Oh my god, they haven't even announced this. Gonna- oh my Oh dear. See? Uh, anyone <laughs> who logs in this season from the 25th of October onwards will also get a cursed Captain Reaper legendary skin and a health pack weapon charm, which is nice, I guess. That's not me put- saying that. That's actually part of the article. Yeah. I've just looked at that skin. It looks awful. It's not great. <laughs> it's one of the weakest skins. Yeah. So, uh, aesthetically. Anyway, so this past week has seen Overwatch 2 hit by various snags as its free-to-play launch attracted several DDoS attacks. Now, they can't be helped, but... Uh, an yeah, auto-purchase but bug and general server wobbles. They call them wobbles. I re- I, I, I'm sorry, but I've got to call this out. What the hell are Eurogamer writing here? It is Eurogamer. But, so, here's my thing. Activision Blizzard is no stranger to controversy, we'll say. Let, let me stop you there. Okay. Blizzard has responded by sh- uh, shoring up its network capacity to reduce issues with queues and crashes. Separately, it was also U-turned on a widely disliked policy which forced some players to use SMS verification in order to get started. In brackets, that same SMS issue that is currently set to be used in Activision Blizzard's Modern Warfare 2. Yep. Yep. So, here's my thing. Here's the thing. (laughs) Activision Blizzard has been in trouble for a couple of years now. They don't have great um, PR at the moment. Overwatch 2 has been teased for literal years. We're talking about five years. Mm-hmm. Almost as soon as Overwatch came out, they started teasing Overwatch 2. Um, so, I'll, so none of this is a surprise. It's not new. So... When you're in a company that is suffering public image problems, and believe me, they're the king of public image problems. Do you mean <laughs> king publishing? Oh, uh, <laughs> who owns them right now? Oh, well, Activision Blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's why I said it. Because remember, they're, yes. they're going to be part of Microsoft if that oh, <laughs> goes through. That's right. <laughs> Oh gosh. Anyway, no. Okay. okay. Yes, I'm actually making you stop. <laughs> right now, so easy. I gotta stick. I gotta stick with this thought. I'm sorry. Uh, now I won't distract. When, when you've got a company that has a bad public image front-facing problem, and you're going to release a product, you need to make dang sure that that product is 100% ready, 100% perfect. Uh. A, you know, packaged beautifully 
and uh, and you should anticipate issues mm-hmm. and that plan B and a fallback. This is a company that is worth millions. You know, well, we know uh, this. Well, well, I was going to say, according to Microsoft, they're worth billions. Billions. Um, which I'm still like, no. <laughs> but, you know, but yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, I wouldn't have invested that, but whatever. Um, and to release an anticipated, I don't know if you'd consider it, I mean, I guess it's AAA just because the studio that released it. It is because so, also because the IP is regarded that way too. Okay, so you're releasing a AAA game and you've not prepared for launch. Uh, you've got subpar quality. People have been complaining for months at the leaks that have come out how awful it is. You haven't tweaked them or anything. Like it's almost if if as if they I can't think of a word. They just don't care. They don't care. They don't care about the user base. You know, uh, they're just going to buy it anyway, so it doesn't matter. We'll just throw, you know, crap at them and they'll pay money for it. I think this is one of the most disappointing Hmm. launches I've ever seen, and I've seen quite a few. Um, Can I I, uh, list one that might have been just as bad? Okay. Um, What was it? Uh, Warcraft 3 Reforged? Exactly. I was so disappointed in that. There you go. So disappointed. What about WoW Classic? Oh my gosh! I seem Actually, to be seem, that. Seem, seem there's a theme with Activision Blizzard launching I, problems with uh, live exactly, games. Well, that's exactly it. Oh, my! My headphones are in my jacket. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> that was random. Yeah. Um. What was I saying, Pete? Uh, we were talking about Oh, they're large. So knowing that they're bad at launching things, they should have made this amazing. And I'm going to be honest. After I couldn't get in uh, the first oh, couple hours. I'm surprised you even tried. I tried and then I couldn't get in, so I'm done. I don't want to play it. I have no desire to play it. The characters are no different. There's not... That much graphical improvement. Again, remember, I can't see. So if you're out there going, ah, but it's blah, blah, blah. You know, I can't tell. I don't Yeah, fair uh, enough. So, uh, yeah. Was it last week that we were talking about them changing the stages from night to day and day mm-hmm. to night? Yeah, I yeah. thought it was. Yeah, that yeah. seems really lazy to me. It's very lazy. It's been lazy. I think they went into lazy mode when microsoft was talking about buying them because then they were like oh well it doesn't matter because we're about to get you know billions it's not guaranteed no but which we're going to talk about (laughs) yeah so anyway that's my thoughts on that yeah yeah i'm just going to tell you now as someone who's only played like two games of overwatch in his entire life because i borrowed it from someone and really didn't see the appeal um not to say it's not a good game. I appreciate the people like oh, it's it. FPS. It's it's a hundred percent. Yeah, it's it is what it is. You know. Yeah, I FPS mean, I just that's what I mean. I just didn't see the appeal personally for me. It's mm-hmm. just yeah, I've looked. Well, I've looked at fine. this as an outsider, and bearing in mind that I've been watching this since it got first announced and all that, and I've I've made the same comments constantly. It just looks like Overwatch One. Just no change, no difference, no updates, no nothing. The story mm-hmm. mode that they were supposed to have isn't even there. 
that is a huge deal to me because that is one thing they used to be known for. Mm. Uh, and to drop the ball like that. Yep. Yeah. Um, now, Nana's come up with an interesting theory here, so I'm going to read it. Uh, it says, I think Overwatch 2 got scrapped at some point, and then they were like, oh, screw it, let's do Overwatch 1 again. Mm-hmm. I'm not uh, going to disagree. Well, I, I've said many times on this show, you know, specifically, oh, it's never coming out. Yeah. It's never coming out, you know? Uh, the fact that they cobbled something together uh, is surprising. It's actually quite surprising, yeah. Yeah, so... I. I think you might be right there. I think they just... What they probably should have done is rather than... Obviously, you can play PS4 games on PS5 and smart delivery and all that. They could have just released... Rather than calling it Origins Edition, they just could have called it Game of Year Edition and re-released it on PS5. Yeah. And then people would have been happy. I I say this, and I know I'm kind of rambling here, but it's just because... Overwatch was very important to me at one time. And I kid you not, those Overwatch League games, I used to watch them every time. And they mm. were such big, big, big events, especially on Twitch. Yeah, Lots, they were massive. millions, millions of dollars into that, poured into that. Um, and then to go to just this, this half, half-arsed lunch, um... I, I love how you've like gone half Texan, half like Irish. Yeah. There, it's like half arsed. There you go. <laughs> um, we have an episode title, by the way. There you go. Uh, that works for me. But to go from that to this, it's just weird to me. It's just very strange. And I do realize that I am sporting Divas colors at the moment. Uh, but. Uh, yeah that's my thoughts on that we should move to the next we definitely should now uh i'm gonna let you know that this one is an update to the activision blizzard um ongoing sexual harassment Uh, lawsuit so uh, something we said that we wouldn't talk about as such but this has been recent so this one is coming from ign You know how I feel about most of these. You couldn't even yeah, give me yeah. a VGC link. Nope. nope. <laughs> uh, Activision Blizzard receives another one. I'm yep. just leaving it that. I just decided to meme. <laughs> there you um, go. Activision <laughs> Blizzard has received another sexual harassment lawsuit that has also alleged sexual battery, failure to prevent harassment, gender discrimination, and intentional infliction of emotional distress. Uh, obviously not going to say anything too much, really, because, uh, you know, anyway. Uh, as reported yeah. by the Daily Mail, a plaintiff, plaintiff identified only as Jane Doe filed a lawsuit within the LA Superior Court that claimed Activision Blizzard is a massive video game company with a massive sexual harassment problem. Um, I mean, yeah. Doe is seeking... <laughs> Uh, is seeking an undisclosed amount of compensation, punitive damages, and the removal of CEO Bobby Kotick, who was previously accused of knowing about and not reporting sexual harassment allegations at Activision Blizzard. Uh, the lawsuit is uh, is against both Activision Blizzard itself, which is currently locked in a number of other lawsuits, including sexual harass- mm. alleging sexual harassment, and former employee Miguel, uh, Miguel Vega, the once 
manager of Doe, who was alleged allegedly fired a month after she reported him to management. Uh-huh. Uh, Doe met Vega in 2009 or 10, before she worked at Activision Blizzard, and the, for- the pair formed a virtual friendship in which Doe sent compromising photos of herself. Shouldn't do. I mean, I don't police people. You do what you want. But I do advise yeah, I, people. Look, I'm... Look, look, look. And it doesn't right, matter if it right. was ginger. No, 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 no. I'm not saying otherwise. All I'm going to say on this one to any idiot out of the internet, out in internet land who doesn't seem to understand this point, because this happens far too frequently, if you don't want your nudes out there, don't send them. Be a little bit more gentle and say, look, no tea, no shade, but maybe... Maybe don't do it. Maybe yeah, don't do it. Yeah, but that's what Maybe I'm saying. If you do don't it. want your nudes on the internet, don't send them through the internet. I mean... Just saying, it's common yeah. sense. Oh, it's easy to get caught up in the moment, if we're being perfectly honest. It is easy to get caught up in the moment um, and your brain kind of shuts off during those moments. Don't nope. do it. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> nope. I'll disagree. Got a partner. Not send a nude. Ever. Never. Well, I think for some people, it's it's an enjoyable uh, exhibitionism. It's well, I mean, it's not if you think it's just between you and another person. Well, it kind of is, still. Um, but uh, uh, Mike uh, Mike has put talking from experiences. Are you Kylie? Good evening. <laughs> I'll do this. Uh, no, I've never personally done it, but yes, I've entertained the thought if I ever was in a consenting, consensual adult yes. relationship. Really? Let's please underscore that. Uh, yes. I've never personally done it, but uh, I, but the reason why I haven't done it... <laughs> yes, thanks, Mike. <laughs> but the reason I haven't done it is because of my own, uh, I guess, fears, you know, anxiety over... Mm compromising situations Photos. or yes. whatever of course yeah but anyway to get so, back get back to the news story shall we the nudes story uh uh-huh. very good <laughs> okay <laughs> so even sick i can do it yes so uh said so a virtual <laughs> relationship in which doe sent uh uncompromising photographs of herself something she now regrets according to the lawsuit most people uh, says this relationship ended in 2011, however, as Doe met her future husband. Uh, the lawsuit states that Vega helped Doe get independent contract to work at Activision Blizzard in 2016, and she later started full-time in 2020. Uh, Vega allegedly groped and attempted to kiss Doe, telling her, one day oh, you'll yeah. give in. Now, oh, don't do that. That's oh. gross. That is so gross. Now, I have too. been in that situation. I have 100% been in that situation. Don't do that. Mm. Don't do that. Uh, That's and, not... Don't do that. Uh, and also <laughs> belittled, insulted, and threatened to blackmail her with the compromising photos, which is exactly the reason why I said don't send your nudes on the internet, because they can come back to bite you in the proverbial ass. Yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, also, I have to say for our, our watchers and listeners, yeah, don't worry. It, that's That story is coming up. Uh, yes, don't worry. <laughs> we'll get it. Uh, so, he never missed an opportunity to make her feel small, the lawsuit states, adding that Doe reported the blackmail threats and that Vega was fired the next month. 
The lawsuit alleges that this wasn't enough, however, claiming that Activision Blizzard ratified Vega's uh, conduct by not taking more immediate and corrective action. This is an update as of the 13th of um, October. Uh, Activision Blizzard sent out over a statement regarding the lawsuit saying we take all employee concerns seriously when the plaintiff reported her concerns. We immediately opened an an investigation and Mr. Vega was terminated within 10 days. Uh, we have yeah. no tolerance for this kind of misconduct. Anyway, I'm not going any further than this. Mike Tendo has put, if you are going to put your nudes on the internet, start on OnlyFans. You do like, like your significant other, you know what I mean? Although yeah. that wouldn't be the internet, I guess. That would be SMS. Mm, yeah. Maybe, but still. You need to trust the other person implicitly. Yeah, I mean, I trust my partner implicitly. It still doesn't mean I'm going to send her a nude. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, not that kind of person. I'll just tell you that now. Don't understand why. Never, I've never, look, I've never got the principle of sending nudes. It's like, let's be honest here. The the male appendage and the female appendage, for that matter, are kind of ugly. We can't. Even I can't believe we're. What? Okay, we can, can hear me now. Cut out there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I can't believe we're discussing this. But what if? You weren't in the same zip code and you wanted to send things. I don't have that problem, so I wouldn't know. I'm not yeah, I know. See, that that's one. a problem. Yeah. And I have done long yeah. distance relationships before, so, you know, surely you would just do it over a Skype chat or a WhatsApp I mean chat. That. Or yeah. use WhatsApp's one time only feature. That I have to agree with. I'm going to or agree Snapchat. with you there. I've never had Snapchat. Uh, Mike Tender put, if your partner that. can see it in the, in person, why send well, photos? Now, exactly my point. Well, okay, wait. I mean, yes, that's my first thought, but what if, what if your person was at work and you wanted to make them happy? I'm pretty sure I'd get done for that because my partner works in a goddamn nursery. I'd get done for something dodgy there. So, yeah, definitely not. Not happening. Pete, that is hilarious. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so... uh, uh, Nana put, I think it's just a different... (laughs) Different... Dissection discussion. point. Discussion, discussion point. Okay. Uh, Mike Tender put, I've been there with a video chat. MSN messenger. Oh, yeah. Wait <laughs> Anyway, I know we've yes. made light of this story. It's a very we serious have, one. I'll be that's honest. why we have. It's not, yeah, it's not to, to minimize the story or anything like that. It's no. Just, you have to laugh. Yeah, if you don't, you'll cry, you know, and we Uh we cover a hell of a lot of horrible news on here, so we have to do do stuff to sort of make it a bit more palatable, but this is another one of the laundry list of Activision Blizzard lawsuits that are going on as a result of this, and at the way it stands at the moment, if a lot of these are coming to be true, and I say that because not proven in court of law just yet... If they do, if yeah. they are proven by a court to be true, then I don't see any way that Bobby Kotick can keep his job at Activision Blizzard. Can't believe that he has this long. If I'm being perfectly honest. Oh yeah, I agree with you there, but that's my point. Is like if it is alleged in the court of law to be true, and they they rule mm-hmm. with 
the people making the complaints, then he has to go. He has to. Yeah. And everyone in the leadership roles at Activision Blizzard have to go. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scorched earth policy. That's... Yeah, I agree, but I'm not one of these people on the internet that is, like, going to say, now nah, he needs to go now because guilt not i'm it's not guilty until proven uh, innocent it's innocent that, until proven guilty and let's be honest let's let's let that deal go through get the get you know ink on the paper dry and then phil spencer can go in and yeah clean like, house you're fired yeah we we all know that the the giga chad's phil spencer's gonna just march into there that office is. like yeah yes just Spe- like the Terminator. Speaking of which, I did want to. I was going to include this in the news stories, but what do you think of that little console thing that he had set up on his thing? Do you think it's a bait and switch, or because of the Series yes, S that no is. one noticed? I know it is because that's how he do. And yeah, that's why I love him. Yeah, I 100% think it's a bait and switch. It's the Xbox because Series. He knows C. people. Yeah, he knows people pay attention to that stuff. So. Mm. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah. Yes, let's move on because Good. chat's gonna get restless. They want that story. Oh, I know. We're story. getting there. We're getting there. All right. We're getting there. Uh, so this has come from GamesIndustry.biz, uh, another really reputable site. <laughs> um, sorry, Nana put. It's a good point, to be fair. I should clarify though: the LDR thing, not the make partner happy thing. Ha ha. Um, anyway, so this comes from jnindustry.biz. CMA, unswayed by Microsoft's arguments for Activision Blizzard acquisition. Told you, heavy on the Activision this week. Yeah. So, Although this was mostly for me to take a dig at Sony, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, yes, we've also got another one too. Anyway, oh. let's move on. So the UK's Competition and Markets Authority, the CMA, today released an, is- uh, an issue statement laying out a number of concerns with the proposed Microsoft acquisition of Activision Blizzard and dismissing several of the of Xbox makers' key arguments. Uh, the first question it, uh, it tackled was whether or not the acquisition would result in Xbox making Call of Duty exclusive for closing uh, put that in quotes because that's how it is in the in the article yeah. by CMA terminology uh, something Microsoft has said that it had no intention of doing but is only committing to keep it keep on PlayStation for several years not true because they've now confirmed that will take longer um, yeah. I'll get into that in a bit let's talk let's talk more about this actual thing so um uh, financial modelling of the merger suggests that the uh, merged entity's incentive to foreclose Sony may be considerably stronger than suggested by the parties the CMA determined. Microsoft's past business practices uh, suggest that it will it may be willing to make losses in the short term in order to build scale and increase its user base, it continued, noting that Microsoft had previously acquired multi-platform publishers and made their games exclusive. Bethesda... I think that's a clear, like, let's just say, Bethesda, let's not just say it's Bethesda, but it's Bethesda. It is. But, sorry, I'm going to have to interject here because gamesindustry.biz seem to have forgotten that any deal that was signed pre-acquisition pre, um, remained mm-hmm. the same, which is why Deathloop yep. stayed on the PS5 for over a yep. year. So yep. that so your reporting is somewhat infactual, uh, like not uh. factual there, I believe. Well, I'd say biased, but yeah. Okay, let's say biased then. Um, 
It also dismissed arguments that Microsoft will keep uh, Call of Duty multi-platform simply to avoid publicity uh, public they cannot write an article Jesus Christ proofread yeah. your articles uh, it, to avoid public, publicly backlash brilliant well done uh, yeah. saying it did not identify any persuasive, persuasive evidence that Microsoft would be deterred from engaging in total or partial foreclosure uh, strategies by the prospect of reputational damage to Xbox or Call of Duty uh Jesus Christ! Given how an ex- uh, given how an ex- exclusive Call of Duty could shape consumer decisions about which uh, console to buy, CMA determined that it would impact Sony's ability to compete with Microsoft, which would have a detrimental impact on overall comp- competition in the market and ultimately harm consumers. Not going any further. Uh, I will say, parties who want to weigh in on the issues uh, issues. Oh my God proofread uh, the issue statement have until October 28th to uh, to respond to the CMA in writing. Discuss. I I would love to see the numbers of people who buy a Sony Sony PlayStation? Yes, a Sony PlayStation. That's correct. Yes. Um, And only play Call of Duty. Would love to see that. I'd also like uh, to see the numbers of those who buy an Xbox and only play Call of Duty as well. I think that I think I think it would be interesting. I guarantee I the numbers are quite similar. I guarantee well, the well, numbers no, are somewhat because... similar, or it's a two to one scale in terms of Sony. Yeah, I would think that. Um, although well, I'm literally time... putting into perspective here, right? So, from mm-hmm. what we can gather by the sales numbers of the Xbox One. Uh-huh. Compared exactly. to the PS4, yeah. it's about two to one. There's about uh-huh. sixty million Xbox Ones out there, including the one, the one, the One S, the One X. Uh-huh. Compared to the hundred and sixteen or hundred and seventeen million, as per uh-huh. last reporting by Sony, because they've stopped reporting numbers. One hundred and seventeen million PS4s and PS4 Pros out there. Yeah. So close um, enough to two to one. I I think was it Rezo? Somebody asked us mm-hmm. was it last week. We talked about this. We Can't might have remember. done, yeah. We've done a lot of shows. Uh, it might have even been as far back as Mister Framey Gamey. Uh, but one of our wonderful cherished guests asked us, "Did we think that if Call of Duty?" Uh, it was, was last week, off, and it was Rezo. Was it last week, okay. Uh, if it was taken off the PlayStation, how many people would jump ship and go to Xbox? Um, because I don't know a lot of people that solely play like FIFA or solely play Call of Duty, I don't really know that I could give mm-hmm. an honest answer because I think I said it wouldn't make them jump to Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, having said all that, none of it matters. Uh, I... I don't see micro. I just don't see Microsoft saying Call of Duty is going to be exclusive, and I don't think that that should be the linchpin on this deal. Because as is always brought up by everyone ever, and is going to be brought up by myself as well. What about Insomniac? You know, what about that other 
publishing house that somebody bought. Well, not a publishing house, just a developer, unfortunately, for Insomniac. Yes. Uh, Do you mean um, Bluepoint Games? Yes. Um, You know, like... They're the same Bluepoint Games who have released games on the 360 and the PS3 by working with... um, hmm, Let me think. Konami with the Metal Gear Solid HD collection? Um, Exactly. But... What was I saying? Oh, they, Sony makes exclusives all the time. Like, that's their whole deal. Their whole platform is that they have exclusive games. Isn't it everyone's deal? Well, I mean... Exclusives Microsoft, sell units. On the 360, yeah. Doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter. Something Look. happens. Switch. There you go. Yeah, got it. Got it right there. Got it right. Mario, but Zelda... You- America, yeah, all that lot, you know, they have their but, own exclusives. But what's an exclusive that inspired people to buy it for the Xbox? Uh, yeah, Xbone and the X1S and the X1S, you know, X. X I like, can think X, of X, one. X. It's not Halo. It used to be Halo. Yeah, it used to be, but it wasn't this time. Nobody bought Forza. Maybe Forza. I mean, we Forza Horizon. You think Forza Horizon sold units? But uh, yeah, it did actually once. I remember Forza Horizon I mean, Three coming out on the Xbox One being a, quite a big deal before yeah. Game Pass was a thing. But well, okay, that's actually my next point. But what about this generation? And yes, with Xbox Game Pass in play, there's nothing that just. I think Game Pass is the exclusivity. That is it, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, this. well, this is based on the fact that obviously over the week, because of a lot of this that's going on, we now actually have raw numbers in terms of actual revenue mm-hmm. in terms of Game Pass, which was 2.9 billion last year. Considering how much they spent on acquisitions, that is still yeah. a very healthy chunk of money for a subscription service. It is. And considering that everyone um, was talking about Game Pass losing money, it doesn't appear to be yeah, losing money. Hmm. I didn't, I didn't it, think that. Yeah. Is it anyone? I know you didn't, but that's because you know <laughs> business, like unlike most yep. of the internet. So, I have very know. good business instincts. But the thing is, is that even with any any business or venture capital, like it's always going to uh-huh. be in the first couple of years, you're never quite profitable. Because right. you because you, you invest you invest more into the infrastructure and the ecosystem itself and the product that yeah. your returns are never quite that big, but they've clearly managed to hit a niche market in the fact that they don't have anything like this out elsewhere. So Game Pass is going to do numbers because it is a rental service essentially. Mm-hmm. So it does numbers. I mean, that's not even talking about those games that have been on Game Pass. Then are leaving, and then people go and buy them anyway. Yeah. Because they no, I, wasn't it the case that if a game came off Game Pass, you get and you you played it, you and get, bought, like you get a thirty percent off or something. You get a discount. Yeah, I think yeah. they just well, can vary, but yeah. Well, there you yeah. go. So that's a really good business incentive actually I, for I publishers. I think I did that with Outer uh, Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds, uh, yeah. Yes. But yes, so I think this. I think that they should investigate the links between, and they have, by the way, that was foreshadowing, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't think we have, anyway, 
Uh, we really don't have time for this part, but they should investigate the links between Sony and CMA. And spoiler alert, yes, Microsoft is actually doing that. So. Well, yes, because that's kind of ruins our next news story slightly. Yeah. But we'll, I just want to talk a little bit more about this one, oh, particularly yes. with Call of Duty itself. That do considering what happened with um, MLB the show, as an uh-huh, example, uh-huh, uh-huh. and the fact that it's a Sony Sony Studios game. Yes. Was an exclusive, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's now on the Switch. It's now on the Xbox. It's now on Game yeah. Pass as a result of it because MLB clearly saw that you know there was a lot more to do with it than keeping oh, yeah. it exclusive. Do you really well, think that Microsoft would be stupid enough, and I'm going to say this, to keep it exclusive? No. Exactly. They're it. leaving money on the table by doing that. I believe. Now this would be like the 80s, maybe early 90s. I'm not sure. In the book I read, Microsoft's original kind of in-house mission statement—not their tagline, but their in-house mm-hmm. mission statement—was a PC in every home. Well, yeah, they're not. What what was it? What was it they said about Game Pass? Well, this is this is where I'm going with that exactly. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad so, I picked up on that then. Yes, uh, their ethos has always been that, and if you know that that's their business structure. You can see exactly what they're doing. And that's why I'm kind of mystified that anyone would ever think that they would take and make COD exclusive. Mm. Because their thing is about getting numbers out there, getting a copy in you know, every person's home. You know, Subscription service now it seems to be their way of doing things in terms exactly. of, you know, with there's this as well. Yeah, there's this broad approach, you know, that kind of thing. They've never been against cross-platform. We read the emails on, you know, on here mm-hmm. uh, from the Epic trial. Phil has always been for cross-platform. Um, you know, it's Sony that hesitated and didn't want it. Yeah, it's always so, been Sony. It's always been Sony that yeah. don't like don't like sharing their toys. You know. Yeah. Who who was it that had the big problem about including crossplay in their games? Exactly. Who was the one exactly. who kicked back on that the most and then eventually folded when everyone else, including uh-huh. Nintendo, the most draconian internet company that uh-huh. ever was, decided to include it yeah. as well? I think it was Sony. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm afraid yeah. to say I'm not a fanboy. I'm not a fanboy for Microsoft. I'm not a fanboy for Sony. I'm not a fanboy for, for Nintendo either. But on this one, it just sounds to me like typical annoyance. And this is another thing of what we brought up last week typical sony elitism because mm-hmm. they're the market leader they're having they've had enough of this they're going to see a big big hit in their sales because of call of duty yep. and they're panicking i would say it's because of jim ryan but that's me personally i wouldn't i, w- I wouldn't say he's got the intellectual fortitude to even panic no i think he's he will be the one his behavior this past couple of years is what's going to contribute to the decline Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. As a brand and uh, PlayStation specifically, the sales, he just makes dumb decisions. Yeah, that's that's the thing is that Sony might not, because of the amount of divisions that they have across the entirety of the industry, Uh they might look at the Sony, the the PlayStation brand and go, this is getting a lot of kickback from a lot of people. Like, we're either going to have to clean house and change, change management 
Well, they might sell that part of their business off to another to another. Like... There's been rumors. There has been. I mean, there's always rumors, but but there were some like leaked rumors mm-hmm. a few months ago. You know that they were being considered by bigger companies. Okay. Well, let me let me <laughs> let me give you a hypothetical situation here. Okay. And this is totally no, no, no. This is totally hypothetical. It will never happen because this company Uh does not even close have the capital to it, not even close. But what if everyone got the the way round wrong? What if it wasn't Sony buying Capcom? That would be a match made in heaven. It would be. I actually do believe that. I mean. if I'm honest, and and Pete's correct, Capcom would never have the capital for that. But if Capcom and Sony do finally ever ink out a deal, I think that's a match made in heaven. I really I, do. I do too, but I'd hate it because yeah. no Street Fighter on Xbox. I know. Yeah. Anyway, let's but... move on to the next new story. Let's move on. So yeah, this one is coming. Yeah, I know this one is coming from Silicon. I can't say I'd ever heard of them before this article came out. To try new things. Yeah, well, tr- um, I, I'm they're not a, they're they're more tech tech uh, well, tech technology, technology yeah. powering business. Exactly. So, so they're not really a video game thing, but I liked it. So okay. Now, coming as no surprise to absolutely anybody in the internet anywhere, Sony Influence UK Activision Blizzard probe says Microsoft. Exactly. That was uh, my foreshadowing, people. Yes, I know. I got that. I mean, for our audience. <laughs> I'm sure they got that too. Probably. They we, probably we, we, were like, yes, Kylie, we, we got yeah, it. Yeah, bear in mind, okay, we, have intelligent, we have intelligent viewers and listeners, so, you know. Um, anyway, Microsoft fires back at its gaming, gaming rival Sony, alleging it is, its objections were used by UK regulators to justify Phase 2 Probe. Uh, Microsoft has hit back at gaming rival Sony and alleged the UK competition regulator was influenced by complaints from the PlayStation maker. Uh, Microsoft has said the UK's Competition and Markets Authority, CMA, had relied on objections from Sony concerning Richmond's $69 billion uh, acquisition of Blizzard. Well, slightly inaccurate report. 68.7. They wanted to say 69. Nice. Nice. (laughs) <laughs> uh, it would. It comes after the UK CMA announced in September that it would conduct a deeper phase two investigation of the acquisition. Uh, it was back in January this year when Microsoft announced that its biggest acquisition to date. Uh, they've even noted it here, saying sixty-eight point seven billion. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely with you there on that one. Funnily enough, first time reading the article. Um, yeah. Uh, Richard said at the time that. It, uh, the deal would accelerate the growth in Microsoft's gaming business across mobile, PC, console, and cloud, and would provide the building blocks for the metaverse. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm not really going to go into this one because it's all a lot of it's, gunf. It's yeah, so, it's tech. So I'm yeah. literally just going to get down to this. So uh, it says Sony complaints, but now Reuters reported that Microsoft has said that the UK's competition regulator had relied on objections from Sony, in particular, it's misplaced in quotes, concerns about Call of Duty. According to Reuters, Microsoft said that the CMA uh, had adopted Sony's complaints without the appropriate level of critical review. Oh, wow, this is getting space here. So, uh, (laughs) uh, in its submission to the CMA, Richmond's, uh, so obviously it's Richmond's uh, head, uh, the head office for Microsoft. 
They keep yeah. saying it. It's really quite weird. Um, yeah, again, it's more tech. Yeah, I know. So, so, I know. I wanted to clear that up for the, the listeners, obviously, just in case they were getting confused like I was. Oh, this is a smart, but I'm clearly dumb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Richmond has said Sony's PlayStation have been the largest console platform for more than 20 years, and it was not credible to suggest its dominance would be challenged by losing access to one title. I love I, it. I mean... Such a smackdown. I mean, they're not wrong. They're not wrong. Uh, this is a, look, as much as I don't want to side with the big, big behemoth business here, I'm afraid to yeah. say that Microsoft are talking a lot of sense in this. Yes, so, they are. Uh, the referral decision incorrectly relies on self-servicing, self-serving statements by Sony, which significantly exaggerate the importance of Call of Duty to it, and neglect to um, account for Sony's clear ability to competitively respond, Microsoft reportedly said. It added that it had committed to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. So, um, our inquiry is about protecting competition in the interests of UK gamers and businesses. The phase one decision identified three areas where the deal could cause harm, gaming consoles, multi-platform subscription services, and cloud gaming services, a CMA spokesman told Reuters. Uh, We have now launched an in-depth investigation and our findings will be published in the new year. So this is actual firm confirmation this is not even going to happen this year. Yeah, well, I I didn't think it was going to happen this year. Neither did I, but everyone sort of stated outright that they were hoping for this to be finished by the end of the year. I think we actually referenced this back in the summer. Uh, yeah, I think we said twenty. And we were like, oh, it's not happening." This yeah, I think I predicted very, this wouldn't so... happen as early until like summer next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because acquisitions are very slow, uh, especially very, ones very, very that very involve slow. like the CMA. Oh, and these are yeah, all just major players. Yeah, yeah. Microsoft made clear the acquisition was good for the gaming sector. Of course, they would. I mean, that's, I don't necessarily agree with that statement, but, you know. Uh, this deal would benefit gamers, developers, and the industry as we seek to bring more games to more people. I mean, not wrong there because of the way that they're yeah. actually delivering games, but hey. Exactly. Uh, but it is perhaps no surprise that Sony does not agree with this. Wow, it's called a comp- like competition. Exactly. <laughs> Um, speaking to Reuters, a spokesman for Sony PlayStation reiterated its view that the deal was bad for competition, bad for the gaming industry, and bad for the games everywhere. Oh my god! And yeah, that was exaggerated to be stupid. Yes. Oh dear, dear, dear. Oh, poor Sony haven't got a billion dollars behind them to. F- Jesus Christ! No, they do not. <laughs> oh. This is just look. I'm bored of this now. Like I think someone, yeah, yeah I think it was RGT85 said on the Spawncast recently. He is so bored of listening to these stories. And Nate the Hate said the same thing. I'm so bored of this. I'm so bored of these stories now. Yeah. So um, if any if any more come my way until they actually state that the deal is done or the deal is not happening, I'm not covering it anymore because it is covering the same ground now. Yeah. Well. That's really it. Yeah, I know. I I think it's important to bring it up because obviously this is the first time that we've actually heard Microsoft's outright statement. Yeah, this is Sony's problem. That's the thing. That's what I love about this. That's why I included it because I like the white knight of Phil Spencer. (laughs) I just... Honestly, I love the fact the two brands are just arguing and it's just nobody can determine how they want to sit. 
I I see it as, and we'll move on. We will, because I know our audience is like chomping at the bit. I know uh, they are. I, Microsoft is taking the higher road. Like their rebuttal is, oh Sony, you know you're big enough and good enough. You can make games too, and you won't suffer sales because you're a strong competitor. He's <laughs> so adorable. I love you, Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, but we do have to remember out of everyone on this cast, you are the most fan person. I am. For Microsoft. Especially when they, especially when they bought Bethesda, that kind of sealed it for me. I was like, okay. Yeah, whereas I try to <laughs> take the neutral stance here and I'm sitting here and going, no company looks good out of any of this. This is, they do. Microsoft. Uh, uh, no, so no. Only one company looks good out of all of this. This is Nintendo sitting to the side going, <laughs> let you lot argue about this. We don't care. <laughs> They've got their own problems as is anyway. But Sony's like the little brother going, I don't want to play and I want this and I want that. And Microsoft's like, you can have that. You can do it on your own. You don't need me. Uh, yes, actually, I, I stand corrected, Brent. I, I don't know. I am known as the Game Pass guru. That is correct, it's actually. It's true. I was talking more regular people on the cast, but not to say that you aren't. You know. Kieran would say it with me. Probably. I know he would, but that's why you're you. This is why I'm the only objective one here. Conscientious objector. No, not even conscientious objector. I just object to being a fan person. I know my sway sway does tend to go towards Nintendo Nintendo. more than anything but I I can criticise them yeah you do you keep it balanced and fair yeah like their their online service is absolute crap anyway moving on so to the biggest news story of the week and we all know you want to hear about this one because funnily enough it's the only one I tweeted about beforehand (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah pete you drew all the people in and then made them wait till the very end <laughs> it's also known as good marketing that's true but yeah we do want to talk about this it might go some places you might be surprised about but let's oh, let's it, do this it, it might be but yeah i'm actually gonna bring ah. up a proper, no i'm gonna bring up a news story yeah but look what mike typed i saw it. i saw nintendo equals wintendo but Great. Remember that you write for an outlet called Mike Tendo. <laughs> Friend of the show, Mike Tendo. We appreciate, <laughs> but yeah, not impartial, unfortunately. Uh, Xbox, more like se- uh... sex box. And her name is Sony. <laughs> <laughs> and I just got called based. Yeah. That's the first time Which... I've ever been called based online. <laughs> Which, when I was a youngster, fresh on the internet when I was 19, uh, based used to actually mean not good. Yeah, I know. I know. That's, it's weird. It's like, so now I see based and it's, I gotta reorient my brain and say, oh, it's a uh, good Mike thing is now. based, apparently. Okay. <laughs> anyway, biggest news story of the week. Let's just get into this. Like you said, this That's might good. go some places. Bayonetta's yeah. voice actor is telling fans to boycott Bayonetta 3 after insulting offer. So this one comes from VGC. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to do something a little bit different with this one. Unfortunately, I didn't have the time to actually yeah. edit together the clips to play to you live on the cast. Because yeah. I feel like... So I will post the links to them. I suggest 
go and watch them if you haven't already for hear the full story hear everything because like i said this is going to go some places so bayonetta's voice actor has asked fans to boycott the upcoming third game claiming she was offered an insulting fee to reprise her role in a series of video messages published uh, to twitter on saturday so that was the 15th as we record uh so that was yeah yesterday uh helena taylor alleged that she was offered just $4,000 to return for Bayonetta 3 and criticised developer Platinum and publisher Nintendo. You see, I'm criticised too. Um, It was recently confirmed that Taylor had been replaced in her role as the lead in the third game by veteran actress Jennifer Hale. That is a great replacement, if I'm honest, but let's not even talk about that one. We'll we'll get to that, Um, yeah. At the time, Platinum claimed that it was due to Taylor's schedule, but Taylor has now denied this to be the case. Um, in the video messages... Oh, dear. There's an update to this. I didn't know. Brilliant. Oh, is it? Okay. Is it uh, get, the... get into it. And get okay. to it. All right, we'll get to it. Trust me, I don't want to ruin. So in the video messages, which uh, Taylor claimed was an act of her breaking a non-disclosure agreement. Oh, dear. I, I've got That's thoughts about that one. Um the actress claimed she wrote to Platinum Games head Hideki Kamiya, Mr. Block Heavy himself. Uh, yeah, I'm still blocked, by the way, in my research for this one. <laughs> oh, then you missed quite a bit then. No. Because we're not on the Rapid Reviews Radio Twitter board, uh, Twitter ah, account, so I can still see you. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, uh, who offered her what she called an immoral offer to reprise her role. She went on to... Co- Uh, to claim that her concern about being out of work caused her to suffer anxiety, depression, and suicidal thoughts. VGC has asked Platinum Games to comment on the story. So, uh, there will be an up... So, the update is... Mr. Hideki Kamiya has commented on these. Yes, yes. Platinum Games Vice President Hideki Kamiya has responded to Taylor's claims, calling them untrue, as words stated by himself on Twitter... And I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie, he had to write this in English. He did. So he know it's a big it. problem. Uh, he sad does not and... like that for our audience. No, no, he doesn't. So, he only writes uh, in Japanese. Sad and deplorable about the attitudes of untruth. That's what. Uh, that's what all I can tell now. By the way, beware of my rules. That's not even joking. He wrote that in caps. No, he wrote that. He did. So, he did write that. I'm getting to that in a bit. Anyway, oh, that. Funnily enough, they have actually linked VGC the full thread of videos in there, which I'm glad. So I'll post the link. Go and catch them. Excellent. Yeah, um, that's good. The Bayonet franchise has made approximately 450 million dollars. So these are all coming from the videos themselves. I did watch them in full, just so you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taylor claimed, and that's not including merchandise. Right. As an actor, I trained for a total of seven and a half years. Um, Mike, get into that because that was probably one of the most hilarious parts of it. I'm very excited about so, that. Uh, trained for seven and a half years, three years at London Academy of Music and uh, Dramatic Arts with voice coach Barbara Berkeley, and four and a half years with legendary Larry Moss in Los Angeles. Uh, and what and what did they take this? was worth and what did they think this was worth what did they offer to pay me the final offer to do the whole game as a buyout flat rate was four thousand us dollars 
this is an insult to me, the amount of time that I took to write, uh, to work on my talent and everything that I have given to this game and the fans. I am asking for fans to boycott this game and instead spend the money that you would have spent on this game to donate it to charity. I didn't want the world. I didn't ask for too much. I was just asking for a decent, dignified living wage. What they did was legal, but it was immoral. Um, so, just scrolling down. The voice actor... Uh, add in the follow-up video if you're someone who cares about people who cares about the world around you who cares about who who gets hurt with these financial decisions then i urge you to boycott this game fat cats cream off the top and leave us with the rotten crumbs i am not afraid of the non-disclosure agreement i can't even afford to run a car what are they gonna do take my clothes good luck to them Taylor hint, had hinted last year that she might not be returning to reprise her role as Bayonetta. Responding in 2021 to a fan on Twitter who said they, they couldn't imagine Bayonetta without Taylor's voice, the actor responded, well, you might have to. I remember that. Uh, so do I, because I think we talked mm -hmm. about it and we did I say something was off about this. Yeah. Um, so uh, this is the final part of, the, uh, of it. So told by another fan at the time that Bayonetta would be nothing without you taylor replied i so want to answer that one but i bound by confidentiality agreement and the thing that mike decided to mention mike, mike tendo in the chat decided to mention is the fact that because of the tweet storm that was going through to mr hideki ah, Kamiya, twitter blocked. has basically locked his account it did it did uh, it's now, now it, it was uh Oh, oh dear. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, and another update that happened 30 minutes ago. So, as we record, yeah. his Twitter right, account yeah, either got it. suspended or deactivated. Oh, my days. Yeah. So, this is major for people who, I mean, of course, you know, if you're listening to this, this is absolutely major. This is a major head of a major company. Yeah, so I'm going to say something that is unbelievable. Uh, I wouldn't say it's controversial here. Okay, let's see if I agree with you. Camille's a dick. <laughs> well, yes. I mean, we know this. No, we do know this. Camille is a yeah. dick. He acts yeah. like a dick. And his he... whole personality is playing the dick. And now it's yeah, come back to which... bite him in the ass. I always thought that was just a character type so of thing. So did I, but no. Act. I think it's his personality now. I am wondering because his behavior, look, I mean, strictly speaking, culturally, mm -hmm. he is acting against type, culturally speaking, uh, which is why I thought it was a character, because you don't see this in heads of Japanese companies. You just do not. You just absolutely do not see uh, this. Well, he's not the head. He's like very high up in the chain of command. He's yeah, thought he was the head of it, but he's, he's not. Being... He's not the head. He was once like a creative director, but he's now Maybe quite so. high up in the in yeah. the company that he makes business decisions. Let's say. Yeah. Um. So I always thought it was funny when everyone's like, "Oh, I got my badge of honor. I got blocked by you know Hideki and all this kind of stuff." Um. Did y'all see where I think it was the composer uh, that came out and said, "I come here." Sorry, say that again. You cut out slightly as you said that. Uh, the, there is a composer, I think. I think it was a composer. It might have been a developer. 
Uh, they came out and said, I am not Hideki Kamira. Stop yelling at me. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Uh, he's a dick. I mean, he's just full stop. Like, he is. But again, I thought it was a character that he was playing. So, mm. you know, we all have our personas and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, no, not a nod to persona. Um, but well, That uh, would have been a funnier joke if they actually did make persona. It would be hilarious. Uh, and I would take full credit for it. But, <laughs> um, but I'm going to let you go on, Pete, because I think I've got a little bit of a turn on this mm-hmm. that might, people might not agree with. I think but, I've got some takes that might not be agreed with either, to be honest. I just end up agreeing, which does happen from time to time. But anyway, go ahead, Pete. You go forth well, with yours. Hmm, where to start? Uh, shall, I, shall I talk about the wonderful 101 first? Yeah, I'm going to start with a wonderful oh, 101 first. Yeah, there you go. So, we all remember um, what happened with the wonderful 101 yeah. remastered version. That mm-hmm. Obviously, Nintendo wanted nothing to do with the publishing of that game. And the fact yes. that they needed to, um, what was that, kickstart the game? Yes. Despite being a multi multi million dollar company, expecting fans to put their mon- their hand in their pocket to fund the game that they clearly had already made. Yeah, that was such a weird time. Oh no, there's the one thing now that's now proving to me that Camille was a huge dick from the very start. What's that? That whole Kickstarter stretch goal about yeah. him being unblo- about being unblocked by him. Yeah, but I thought that was like a funny ha ha thing. I no, I don't think now. it was. I don't think it was. Now, I just think people took it that way because he appeared to be a persona. Uh, uh, you know, his persona. No, I think that was him and his ego. I think you're right. I, I think you're right. Which, looking back, it's. I. How is a person that much of a dick? I <laughs> just like, you know, like. Like, how? Mm. So I think you're right. I think that's not his persona. I think that that was in earnestness, and I cannot believe it. I can't believe anyone would have that big of an ego. But there's also other stuff to do with that now. Okay. Do you also look back on some of the tweets that have been said or some of the statements that have been said about any game that tends to fail at Platinum Games and how he has no involvement with them? Oh, my gosh. He is a narcissist then. He he is an arse, actually. Not a narcissist, oh he's just gosh. an arse. An assassist. An arsicist. Good. Yeah, we're going Maybe with that. Maybe that's the title. Okay. <laughs> but, I mean... Um, yeah, I believe you, Nana. Uh, I, that's just so against cultural type. And I'm disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I got more. I got more. Don't worry, Mike. That is the title of the episode. Oh gosh. Uh, but yes, continue on, Pete. Um, yep. Uh, Nana's also mentioned Babylon's Fall. How that's quickly been scaled back, and I believe yeah. that's the game that I was talking about, where he's apparently had no direct involvement in it, despite the fact yep. that he's a higher up in the company and would have greenlit that game. Yeah, because that that game was supposed to be. That was supposed to make it. That was supposed to be. 
Ooh, you know, yeah, it's supposed to be the next big live service game. It's yep. supposed to be the big thing. It's supposed to be everything, and it's already shutting I down just... after less than a year. Yep. You know. It was so generic. It was so there was nothing. You know. But anyway, these are all points that I raise because, mm-hmm. and especially the Kickstarter one, because I'm sure that I had five projects that they were working on, which, if those five projects, if they needed to kickstart one. And surely they need to kickstart all of them. Mm-hmm. But they haven't. They've not kickstarted a single other one. They've so it seems to be that they had no confidence in the one for 101 ever coming out again. That they thought, let's milk the fans for all they've got. And I, I, I said it at the time. I'm pretty sure I said it at the time. And I'm going to reiterate it. It felt cheap to me at the time. And it feels even worse now because of all of this. Mm-hmm. However... It- mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that I completely agree with what Jen, uh, what Helen Taylor has right. completely said on this. Okay, this is where I want to get to. Oh, I think me and Peter are actually going to agree on something. But go for it, Pete. She, if she's not paid a lot for this, this is disgraceful. Obviously, right. from Platinum Games. Like, yeah. let's put that out. I mean, there. four thousand like, is yeah. Four thousand is not a lot of money. However, no. Is she part of a union? We'll yes, see. she is. Yeah, this is comes Jen, up a lot. Sorry, is Jennifer Hale part of the same union? Yes, she is. Is I, Jennifer Hale a more in-demand actress who could demand well, yeah. more money? Yes, she is. But is Helena Taylor worth the kind of money that they that she wanted from this for a massive franchise that has made this kind of money? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because she's iconic. Well, I mean, it's Steve she's icon- Chief. Exactly. Know? She's iconic as the voice of Bayonetta, has been since the first game. Uh, Hater. What's his name? Hater. David Hater. David Hater, yeah. Yeah. So she's and iconic. In, yeah. So she's iconic in this role. In fact, she even reprised her role in Smash Ultimate and Smash right. 4. Yes. So. Apparently, she didn't get paid enough by Nintendo for that either. So that's disgraceful as well. That is. But then again, this is the same. This is the same company. And as much as I love the man, I'm sorry, but Masahiro Sakurai and Sora Inc. clearly have not given the money because some of those voice actors didn't even reprise their roles. The the ro- hey. the the um He's the lines from Sonic mm-hmm. are actually ripped straight from games. Yep. So they didn't yep. even get them re-recorded. So some disgraceful practices are also happening at Nintendo for this too. But we do have to remember the one thing about this is Nintendo licenses this. It's actually Sega that owns the property. Right. So well, mm-hmm. whether or not they're, they're involved in this at all, they haven't been called out about this one, which, okay, they, they probably they just say to Nintendo go ahead and make a new game if you're funding it that's fine but um i think i think her taking pot shots at jennifer hale and breaking her non-disclosure agreement well she did yeah in one of the videos she basically said why is um so this is why you should watch the videos for the full context she did turn around and say another voice actress or another voice actor signing signing the name of bayonetta should not be allowed yeah, okay. That's that my character. Yep. 
She and it's did like, say well, that. actually, sorry, it's not your character. It's Platinum Games' character, and you've been graciously invited to do the voice for it as per a yeah. working actor. Yeah. Fine. I'm sorry, but if you're going to break a non-disclosure agreement and you're, you're, you're willing to take shots at them for, for the sake of the cause, fine. But I'm afraid to say if if every single bit of your money is ever taken because they decide to take you a court, to court for that, you've only got yourself to blame for it. I bet she's already filed uh, bankruptcy. She wouldn't surprise me if she has because well, she does. She do she does state everything about like you know the, what are they going to take off of her as we claimed, right, as we exactly. were stated in the videos. But this is something that I did hear actually, which is quite interesting. Uh-huh. She hasn't actually worked since 2014, since Bayonetta 2. Right. So Which, she's not. I mean... So she's kind of hard up for roles, and now by doing so, by calling out a company, is now going to make people think twice about even hiring her. Well, that leads to to my thoughts. Yeah, sorry, I sort of went on a bit of a major rant. No, you're fine. You're fine. Um, but uh. I think that first and foremost, I want to say that, you know, 4K is not a lot for voice act work, acting no. work. Um, but voice actors have always been underpaid until, I would say, until very recently, mm-hmm. which is when voice actors, like, okay, I've said this before on the show. Uh, my special interest as a kid was voice actors. So I knew Billy West way before, way, sounds like I'm a hipster, but I mean way before, like when I was eight and he was doing like the Cheerios commercials. Mm-hmm. But it's because I'm autistic and that was my special interest. So I knew Billy West and uh, uh, John DiMaggio and just, you know, all of that. Like I knew those. Yeah. Um, and then as their profiles got raised and more people started, the general public started to know who they are, then their prices started to go up. But until that or their fees, until that happened and until comic cons became a big thing yeah voice actors didn't make any money yeah there's like biography or documentaries done on them from you know the late you know late 90s and stuff and mm-hmm. you'll see they don't make anything no they don't um and that's wrong i first and foremost that's wrong um but then here's where i get a little like mm. She's not wrong for making video, and you know what? It was pretty, uh, pretty cool, I guess, of her to break the NDA. I mean, depends on how you see it, you know. Yeah, I've got. Look, uh, let my point. I hate be, NDAs. Yeah, let my point be stated that if she's willing to go against an NDA, then all for her because she's clearly she yeah, feels passionate about it. But be careful. Exactly. Don't complain well, when you lose everything if it happens. Now here- you're not wrong and that leads into my larger thought which pete said which is nobody's gonna hire her if she's a whistleblower we'll call her a whistleblower which is being very charitable but let's let's say for this instance uh people aren't gonna hire her she's kind of cutting her nose off to spider face but mm-hmm. that's fine get the word out show how voice actors aren't paid enough i like that here's where i don't like what i don't like Asking people to boycott the game. She yeah, didn't I, have make a prob- that game. I have a problem with that too. Yeah, she did not make that game. Hundreds of people. She is only the voice of the English Bayonetta. 
<laughs> Actually, that's a very good point. I didn't think of that at all. Yeah. There's so many iterations out there. You know, not just Japanese, because they also do voiceover for, like, you know, German actress and stuff. Mm -hmm. She should not get to dictate that. I mean, no. she can say it. She's got the freedom to say that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, freedom of speech but, and all, you know. You know how yeah, I feel yeah, about you that. Know, yep, I support what you're saying, but I don't agree with it. Uh, talking about the, the voice actress, not mm. Pete. Although sometimes I don't agree. I don't agree uh, with you either. Sure. But I'll still support your right to say it. But, uh, but my point being, there are so many countless, not just devs, but of course devs. We're a very dev-friendly podcast. So we always want to recognize those. The narrative writers, uh, you know, the uh, concept artists, the 3D artists, the character models, the this, this. Yeah, that, the that, envir that's the a... environment artists and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a AAA game. We're talking hundreds of people. And you're saying boycott this game? No. Yeah, because I can't what, get because, because a couple of higher ups in the it, it offered you a measly sum of money, you're yeah. now going to try and take the livelihood away from hundreds of people for like yeah. to spite your face, like you said. I just, I don't agree with that. I have to disagree with, and I like what Mike has said, which is she's going to make herself a pariah. That's yeah, exactly what she's doing. Going to go back through the old uh, the old comments in a bit because we had a few. But she's, she's. I, I don't know what the new phrase is, but it used to be called like blacklisting herself. You well, know? yeah, she is going to blacklist herself by doing so. Yeah, she's taking herself out of the game, and I don't know if she is aware of that. I think she's. Or if she is aware and she doesn't care about the consequences. All I'm saying is, I cannot stand behind a boycott of this mm. game. And I don't even like Bayonetta. I'm sorry. I know that's going to offend a bunch of our listeners, because uh, I know you guys do. She's, it's just not my style of game. Mm -hmm. um, but I will absolutely stand by and say, yeah. no, don't be saying boycott oh. this game for that. Okay, well, yeah. I'm going to tell I'm going to tell fans to boycott this game because I think Bayonetta is overrated. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm kidding. I know we've got fans, but I thought the first one wasn't that great. The second one was an improvement, I mean, but not my kind of game. It's just yeah, it's just not my kind of game, but. Um, mm. But yeah, so I'm gonna run you know, through. If you're... Yeah, okay. So, you so do let's that. run through. Let's see. So uh, Mike, yeah, Mike Tendo's put that obviously Camilla got himself blocked or temporarily suspended. Uh, we said about that, that update. Um, uh, Nana put um, e everyone thought that it was a character till like the last 24 hours. So that's talking about Camilla. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm glad that everyone saw through the red flags now. Yeah. Um, I did. I I swear I thought that was a character and thought it was cute that like Pete got blocked and It was too easy. All I had to do was say hello in English. Yeah, which His I was like, oh, he's ego. so His funny. God ego. So anyway, he said, trust me when I say there are worse people. Uh, also, Platinum is in the mud between this and Babylon's Fall. Yeah, which yeah. I mentioned Babylon's Fall. Uh, Mike yeah. Tendo has come in and said uh, other voice actors have come forward like Sean Chiplock who got paid less than 4,000 uh, euros to voice three characters mm -hmm. in Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild See, or Age of Calamity that is just wrong that's just wrong it, it seems like did. so this is what seems to be coming mm -hmm. out from out all of this is actually that Nintendo are quite shocking when it comes to paying their voice actors yeah, and now and now you understand why they don't put voice acting in their games. 
This is very true. See, um, told you I could criticize Nintendo. This is also a very, very similar thing that just recently happened in the anime dub. Yes, uh, it did. Yeah. I remember seeing this kicking yeah. off, actually. Yeah. So, um. uh, anyway, so Nano also put, uh, yeah, I was saying, I think this will be resolved in three to six months via the legal system. I have nothing to add to the money because I'm still in the mindset that anything is better than nothing. Uh, I do like, get that. Sorry? When you're young and hungry, when you're young and hungry, yeah, you'll take uh, whatever. Uh, you already mentioned that that Mike Tendo said she's going to make herself pariah by yeah. doing this, which yeah. which is fine if she's willing to take the battle on, then go go for it. But if she struggles to find a work for another seven and a half years, I think this is the reason. Yeah. So she can't be too too unhappy about that. If you're going to fight a cause, fight it with dignity and fight it with honor. Absolutely. But expect that that people are going to kick back at this. Especially if you're yeah. take, taking on people higher ups in companies who have the ability to completely, completely F up your career. And I don't believe they should have that kind of power. No, I don't like it's... power imbalances like that at all. No, I don't agree with it. But obviously, you know, she, but she has taken the fight to them. I mean, that's the problem. Yeah. So, yeah. And if she wants to affect change, that's great. I'm going to support that. But so do you know, I. don't be... Don't step on people. Don't step on the little people on your way up. No, like and, that. and also don't don't step on the person who's taken a role because you didn't have it. That's un, that's yeah. not fair on Jennifer Hale to do, like for her. I I didn't interpret it as that, but now that I've heard Pete say it, I can see how it would be interpreted. It, it can as that. come across and, that way, and it comes across yeah. as not really supporting your fellow voice actors. Yeah, yeah. So which she um, should be doing. Uh, so Mike Tendo put she should not have demanded a boycott if fans wanted to boycott yes. the game they would have done that out of respect for her agreed uh, yeah. Nana put and also yeah boycotts don't work unless you have a ton of people on your side which yeah. does but still it's not 100% this no. game will do badly in fact I don't think it's going to do badly I think it's going to sell gangbusters now because it's unfortunately the she, well unfortunately what she now has done is highlighted yeah. the game a lot more and it might yep. work against her. It's true, but it does have a built-in fan base. So. And that, yeah, because um, let's be honest here, a lot of them are very um, horny weebs. I mean, yeah, I was not going to say that, but <laughs> it is correct. That is, yes. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> Definitely not wrong. I've got nothing against the horny weebs, but yeah. Yeah. We have one currently in chat, probably. <laughs> I'm joking now. I'm joking. Um, anyway, Mike, Mike Tendo, uh, but with her making the demand to boycott, it just sounds like her, uh, makes her sound like that she is entitled. Yep. Yes, the... that's exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe, and he also added, maybe Helena Taylor um, uh, will will be starred in the remake of The Girl Who Kicked the Hornets. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my God, that's genuinely good comment there, Mike. I love it. Oh my god. And uh, Nana put, it's all good. And then Mike Tendo just put, you're not wrong. Yeah. Okay, so that's going to cover us for this week with the news. Kylie, see us out. Yes, we're going to wrap it up. That was very good. It was enjoyable. Um, I don't know. There's not don't a lot sound of more enthusiastic about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I sound like the neutral people on uh, Futurama. I have no opinion about this one uh, way or the other. Yep. <laughs> but um, 
We do Sorry, appreciate... one, one final comment from Nana sure. here. I have to mention this. It says, horny yeah. whoops will buy anything, myself included, because I buy I bought a lot of Japanese indie games. Ha ha. Well, there you go. <laughs> At least there they're self-aware. <laughs> That's all we can say. They're self-aware enough. Yeah, exactly. I love the horny weebs of Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe one day I'll find a husbando. <laughs> whatever. You know, and I'll buy games yeah that way yeah maybe 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 um maybe they'll put deadpool in a dating ah don't you dare even mention that (laughs) don't mention that (laughs) t-shirt i did i will say this and then we'll close it out uh so if you don't know if you're a listener of the show you should know my favorite character is deadpool pete's least favorite character in the world is deadpool um but pete's favorite character is mario and I found the perfect T-shirt for him, which is Deadpool dressed up as Super Mario. <laughs> and I hate it. I almost, almost made that shirt for you myself. I was going to say, if you bought me that shirt, I will go no. on stream and I will burn it in front of you. No, oh, that would be <laughs> hilarious. Uh, yeah. Al- al- also, because I don't want to set fire to something in my house where I could get killed. Well, Yes, let's not do that. Yeah. Uh, uh, but. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Mike Tendo has just dry- chimed in with one final comment, and that's it. That's the last okay. one I'm reading. He says, I'm not a huge Bayonetta fan myself, but I do love my Xenoblade Chronicle 2 waifus. Excellent. See, I'm, I'm open minded. Maybe one day I'll find a husband. Um, yeah. Maybe. Um, but that's going to do it for us. Thank you so much to our listeners and our watchers. Uh, this has been another exciting installment of Rapid Reviews Radio Podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got it right. Um, and so, Pete, I almost forgot this part. Where can they find you? Uh, so you can find me on the Twitters. I've mentioned it enough. At Pete Beckett1, and the number one. Um, tweet about a lot of stuff, including um, basically stalking Frame a Game at the moment. <laughs> All that. <laughs> like, oh, no. you're his number one fan. I'm trying, trying to, to get. I'm get, I'm getting. Trying to get a free, free little game frame game. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Hashtag ad. Um, <laughs> no, but you can also follow my uh, my other uh, podcast, which is at the Never Watchers uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, where we just released the uh, Eternals episode. Oh my gosh! Really? Oh wow. If I remember correctly, referring to our other missing co-host cohort, mm-hmm. I think Kieran liked Eternals. Okay, well, spoiler alert: I absolutely hated it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not surprised. No, uh, I will talk spoiler. to you quickly after the, uh, in a minute about something. Oh like. yeah, yeah. I option, when we get to the the streamy bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so Cody, you, where can I follow you? Yes, if you want to follow me, and I always say I don't talk much about games on there because I talk about games on here. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Kylie Tegreet. Tegreet. K-L-E-Y-T-E-H-G-R-E-E-T. And if I can remember it, I since I've gone back to the gym, I've been posting nonsense to my Instagram. Oh, okay. I think it's at Kylie Yellick. Oh, okay. Anna, I think you follow me. So if you just remember it, just for that. Anyway. Yeah. I don't follow most... you on Instagram because I don't use Instagram, so I can't help you there. Yeah. 
And it's just dumb, stupid stuff, but it's gym stuff. Like, that's all I post. So if you're into working out or whatever, just that. And food. I post food. Nice. Um, yeah, that's into it for us. Yeah. So, thank you for joining us. And we will see you and talk to you next week. Bye. Goodbye. Oh, my God. I can't believe that. Thanks for listening. Please check us out on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please follow us on social media at Rapid Reviews UK or the podcast specific Twitter at R Radio Pod. Please follow us on Twitch at Rapid Reviews. The music is made by Johnny Atmer. Please check out Gametal on YouTube. And for everything else, please visit www.rapidreviewsuk for all the latest reviews. 